Hello and welcome to Parade of Dicks. I'm your host, with Lucy Buckley, here with my co-producer, John L. Hello. <laughs> Don't be creepy. We're recording this one over Zoom, so if it sounds a little different, apologies. But we can't keep up with all the dicks. Well, your dicks. I went on a... Well, they're, they are just dicks. So I went <laughs> on a first date the other night with this guy. He was His family's from Pakistan. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, he's gay. Well, when why did you go out with him anyway? Did he feel or sound gay when you were uh, messaging over Christian Mingle? No. <laughs> uh, no, and I don't. Um, I mean, I could be wrong. You know, I've not always had the best gay dart in the world. Yeah. But I just feel like maybe he was just not interested. You know, you can tell like when someone kind of wants to fuck you and he definitely did not um but he also well, that's had, like, sometimes good- that's most of the time good if you meet a person for the first time and they want to get to know you a little bit more before they want to you know fuck you in the ass but give us some signals why you think uh mr pakistani guy is gay okay so yes that's true i want people to want to get to know me before they want to fuck me but there should be like a little bit of like an energy there I didn't even necessarily feel like he wanted to get to know me. So we met for, I think this is your spot, but you know, tacos, El Bronco, that like cart over here, sort of in a, in, near Sunset Park. Yeah. 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 So he wanted to meet there and then go to like my local bar where I've gone on a few dates, which is great. Um, a little bit low key for me, but fine. And it included food. So, you know, I'm good. All right. Um, Taco stand in a bar. It sounds, um, you know, I think uh, normal. Normal. More more like real life than like fun dating life, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he was flexible about time because I had to move it around a couple of times and then I was still running late. Yeah, it that's was fine. hot as balls that day. But I don't know. Just like when I got there, he was in like t-shirt and shorts i mean it was 90 something degrees so that makes sense he had the one thing that made me think he was probably straight was he had like black and red socks on that are like you know like crew socks i guess they would be but they're like dress socks that you would wear i don't know and then they were pants yeah but he had shorts on but Mm -hmm, they mm -hmm. were like bunched up above his shoe in the back and I don't mean the length of them. I mean, like, the heel uh, was By the heel. Feet. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that looks makes him look straight. But I just <laughs> vibe from him because he um, he didn't seem there. There was just no, uh, like, sexual energy at all. And okay. he did the, like, classic sort of gay voice talking cliche stereotype thing. Which I know doesn't necessarily mean that. I think he spent some time in California and those things can be mm-hmm. really similar. But, you know, culturally, it's common in Pakistan that men will sleep with men, but they always marry women. And even yeah. though he lives here, I just, once he said that, I was kind of like, eh. and then I, I said something about some of my queer friends and the way he sort of reacted to that made me think um, he maybe was and... And more excited like to meet your queer friends than you? Not more excited, but <laughs> kind of like a change of subject. More like the reactions people would have if they're closeted. Okay, okay. I mean, So it you was know, a perfectly fine date. There was nothing wrong with him. I kicked his ass in pinball, and I love pinball. 
so that was fine. But just, yeah, just got a vibe. Well, at least, uh, I mean, it's good that uh, it wasn't a poor experience apart from possible sexuality or sexual preference misalignment. Uh, he fed you. Uh, he entertained yeah. you with pinball. Oh. By the way, the feeding oh. was very funny. We ended up taking it to Minnie's, which is a different bar than the one we planned. Uh-huh. And um, they were kind enough to let us bring in our food and eat there. But he didn't check the bag. And he's on a low-carb diet, takes me to a taco cart, but doesn't want to eat the taco shell. So I was like, oh, well, then you've got to peel as you go, you know, so you get only one taco shell instead of two. He's uh-huh. like, no, I don't even want to do that. He's, like, trying to do keto. So he ate the taco, like, open style and just ate the filling so it was kind of like eating a food like you can kind of imagine Uh that's not something you do on a date no it's it's not not a regular thing like you know but again it's it's, you should not do that on a date if you're on a date all of your um dietary uh restrictions should be at least tried to be on the tepid end rather than full on display that I'm going to open my soft shell taco and eat it with a spoon kind of thing. Find but something else. Eat no, no, sushi. He had no spoon, Janelle. Janelle, you're Should misunderstanding because we're over Zoom. He like held it like like a cup and just like dipped his face in it and ate it because there was no plastic silverware. Kind of like um, carpet munching, but with taco. So a literal yeah. taco munching. Okay literal taco munching and the thing is like he chose tacos so why would you choose tacos if you're gonna that was, what it was, I was so saying. funny it was so hard for me not to laugh that he was <laughs> doing this and he 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 was like it's not the most it's a bit inelegant but it'll work and i was like i mean i get it but i don't know you chose the tacos dude like again if you were if you had you were in a diet and you wanted to be like you know order steak or you know get a damn sushi or something healthy and it's easier to eat rather than tacos but the point is he fed you um and bought you (laughs) drinks uh, that is at least like bare minimum requirements for a decent day yeah you're not aligned as much but uh, apart from that were you so it seemed that he wasn't super attracted to you were you attracted to him no because he was gay and you felt that he was imagine he wasn't <laughs> imagine that he so, he kind of closeted closeted did closeted just someone's i know this is going to be hard for you because you're a man but attraction isn't just the way someone looks it's also like the energy between you and the way you communicate take, with your I take offense on that. I only am attracted to women that ha- connects with me on a soul level. That's so not fucking true. <laughs> I know you too uh, well for that. It's totally not true. But it's very um, important to have personality. But okay, so he didn't give you the I want to get to know you intimately vibe. Hence, you weren't as no, attracted to him. There. Okay. How long did the overall yeah. date take? Too it long. seems like a lot. And he was like, yeah, and he was like, do you want to walk? Because, you know, Minnie's is like, uh, I don't know, six blocks or whatever. We had to walk there and we had to wait a long ass time to get those truck tacos, man. It was weird. Um, and then he was like, do you want to walk around a bit? And I was like, no, I'm good. <laughs> Just <kind of> short. <laughs> like, it was long for me to begin with. So I don't know. I didn't hear from him afterwards. And that's totally fine because. 
I didn't need to. Ironically, though, he used to work in podcasts. So I was like, should I tell him about my Parade of Dicks podcast? Or Ooh, like, what did he do in podcasts? Like, maybe he can give us some pop. tips. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll follow up with him and be like, I know you're gay, but um, do you want to hear my <laughs> podcast about dick? Yeah, did, did I gaydar <laughs> you correctly? Uh, are you a closeted gay? Yeah, then hop on our for podcast. A beard? Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, that was the day. And then I, I've been spending some time talking to the wild card. Right. And so okay. basically I had told him to get his dick swabbed because, you know, he hooks up with couples at bars and he does all these things, okay. high all risk right. activity. Right. We've been through those discussions. Everyone has, when you go to get tested mm-hmm. at the yep. clinic, they're like, you know, they want to know the race of the people you sleep with. They want to know the gender of the people you sleep with really? and how many partners you've had and all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, like I, I get tested every before and after a new partner. I, I've never gotten that grilled. They just make me pee in a cup and take my blood sometimes. And that's it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. For, uh, for me, every time I've gone and I've gone to various clinics in various states mm-hmm. and um, they always ask that stuff right. and then they classify some of it as high risk. Maybe that's different because women's bodies are more susceptible. Sure. Mm-hmm. So we were having this conversation. We have a date plan for Friday. We're basically planning to bone. Um, you Ooh, know, this is all interesting. About it. And, and I was all about it, but here's what, here's what's most interesting. Like, I mean, he was going to take me out for dinner, but it was very obvious. Like we both wanted a bone, but you know, he has this like lifestyle, which ethically I agree with, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I was raised in a very restrictive moral thing where like, I was only supposed to ever sleep with my husband type situation. And so when you start hearing these sort of, sexcapades which sound fun I'm sure they were lots of fun but when you think about that as a prospective partner it's like do I want to have a partner that lives that sort of lifestyle is maybe a little bit different because I am husband hunting right or spouse hunting yeah and so and and the multiple partner lifestyle is just not your thing I mean you you are trying to get multiple partners right now you're getting you're trying to get as many dicks as you can but that's not the lifestyle that you want to live it's just like right now you're husband hunting and part of that is like you know you being dipped into for a little bit but not because you want multiple at the same time same with me I really don't don't like yeah again same with me like I, I don't prefer to sleep with multiple women. I would love to just have one woman right now. It's just the cards are not falling that way. So you you have to kiss a lot of toads, I guess. Right. And so he's not looking for like poly relationships, but he's like, I'm a one woman man when I have someone. But, you know, as I talk to him further, okay, so this is what happened. So I said, you're, these are, you're, how did it come up? I, maybe I made a joke or, you know, I, whatever. And I asked him if he was having unprotected sex with these people. And he said, yeah. Hmm. And I said, whoa, that's a lot of information because, you know, it's one thing. Well, you asked long term committed. Yeah. Thank God I fucking asked yeah. because he's going around hooking up with strangers unprotected. And so I said to him, I was like, wait a minute are you just saying you have unprotected sex like with your girlfriend who you lived with or like all these people? And he said, that's part of the thrill of it is the danger in it. And he's like, I guess oh, I no, 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 no
Right, no, that's, exactly, exactly. That's not, that, I'm not going to gamble that's with my dick, bro. So you remember in like, maybe it was our third podcast, we interviewed um, our friend who contracted HIV because mm-hmm. her fiance was sleeping with men on the down low, right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember that podcast? Secretly, of and, course, that's one of my favorites. Secretly, right. It's one of our best episodes, I think, that we've ever done, very educational. And she was adamant she would never date a man who... Um, slept with other men because it's really high risk behavior. Mm-hmm. And this guy had sex with, he told me a trans woman. Um, and so that would fall into that category from a, uh, I don't know, science perspective, just the logistics of it. Right. And mm-hmm. so, and then I was like, okay, you know, and I'm, I'm listening to her words in the back of my head. And I was like, well, but he did it. Unpro- I said, did you use protection then or when you're like the bull with the couples at the bar who are obviously those couples, if they're picking him up, they're picking up other people. Other people. Too, right. Yep. So it's like a whole a whole pool of people that are fucking all sorts of strangers. Yeah. The risk just becomes more exponential. Yeah. Right. And he, he's like, well, I could have just lied to you like every other guy does. I said, not every other guy is doing all these things. Like lots of guys hook up with people. But a lot of people respect their bodies and use condoms. Of course, it doesn't feel as good with a condom. But at like, least, yeah, at least until you're sure that the partner that you're banging is like super trustworthy. Um, like, yeah, my performance with a condom is definitely subpar compared to without. But that's part of fucking fucking. You can't just stick your but dick do you in use people's condoms when you start fucking someone new. Uh, okay, I'm gonna be one hundred percent. There has been times where I did not wear protection with new people, but only after I knew that they were not the type of people that were sleeping around or I could trust their word that they are clean. Like myself. Like that I, me? Okay. Well, hey, now we're trying to not use the word mm-hmm. clean anymore, but yep. what, you know, what do you mean you trust them? Like, it's not a certain type of person that gets any STI and it's mm-hmm. not a certain type of person. Like all it takes is you sleep with one wrong person. Yep, yep. No, trust meaning, trust can- meaning I trust when they say that they've gotten tested and they're negative. Because so there are people where they say like, yeah, I've gotten tested and I'm not going to take your fucking word for it. Right. You know, that's why my, okay. my, my, my SOP, which my ex-wife has uh, kind of like, I'm, I'm glad that she told me about this. Like whoever you sleep with, whether it's your girlfriend, whether it's like a fuck buddy or where it's somebody like a, a one night stand, you know, every time that, uh, you know, after a new partner before and after I get tested. So I know that they did not lie to me at some point. Like my the person that I'm seeing now, we've been intimate plenty of times. I got tested prior our first time um, uh, having sex. And then after a few times having sex, I got tested again, even if I knew that she is very trustworthy and she is very healthy and everything like that, just because you will never be 100% until you get those test results back. So that's, you know, that's the prerogative, that's, but that's totally true. And he's, mm-hmm. he's more than happy to go and get tested. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm going to get those test results and I'm going to get a clean bill of health. and I'm going to shove it down your fucking throat. And he means that like, jokingly, cause that's how we talk. And I was like, okay. I said, but the thing is, it's just like, you can't actually test men for everything, right? Yeah. Like you, you're aware yeah. of that. 
you have to tell them specifically certain types of i mean there's like a short list of general the the gonorrheas the crabs the whatever but if you want to say like hey i want hpv xyz or something like that you have to like very very be clear men can get tested for hpv because i did i'm not aware of a test that tests men for that women yes but not men there's like you know the the herpes strain is you have to be clear because there's like the regular herpes where you get in your mouth for herpes yeah, sure. so you have to say, hey, I want to get tested for herpes. I don't know if it's the simplex or vertex. There's like a, a, a way of it, you know, that most of the time is kind of like, yeah, that's the virus that you have in your mouth. Everybody has it in their bodies, but no, 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 no. I want you check my junk. That's, uh, you know, again, I've, uh, I like, uh, I, I, I like being tested with those things because it's just more fun fucking people when you know that you can stick it pretty much anywhere you want. But, yeah. but, the, but, but the, what I'm telling you is that's not actually true. You can carry HPV, especially as a man. You can carry it in your mouth or on your dick. Condoms do not prevent you from transmitting it, right? Because it's like skin contact or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you can transmit HPV regardless. There's 600 kinds. You know, mm-hmm. some of them give genital warts. Some of them give cancer to women. Some mm-hmm. of them don't give cold a problem, sores that are super painful. HPV doesn't give cold sores, does it? They do. Uh, 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 herpes. Yeah. Right. Like we're talking of... about HPV. Those are different. Yeah. Yeah. Herpes is something different. But HPV like can just survive in your body for forever. And it's very rare that men will get any symptoms from it. So y'all are just walking around carrying this like <laughs> weapon of destruction to our bodies, you know? And there's no test for it because nobody fucking cares that men are walking around like that. They only test women for it. And herpes, you can get herpes on any part of your body. You can have herpes on your eyes. So a lot of times, most doctors don't even test for it anymore. And they, um, they don't think it's a big deal because it's like practically ubiquitous at this point. Mm-hmm. But I agree with you. I would prefer to be tested and that my partner is tested. But yeah. You can also like have been exposed to it and never get it. So it's very, sure. they're all very complicated. But the thing is, you know, that's why you try to choose people that at least have similarly aligning lifestyles. With lifestyles, so yeah. Actually, I looked up what the text exchange was. He said, outside mask people are wild, right? And I said, I do it. And I said, are you against condoms too? That's been my new joke when people say they're against masking. Mm-hmm. And then he says, I'm not a fan, but I will. And I, and, um, and I said, seriously, you have casual, unprotected sex. And he said, Yes, not always, but yes, dealer's choice. And even the fact that he said dealer's choice, this is not not panning out well. And I said, I appreciated his honesty, but they don't have the capability to test for all things, and his lifestyle is really high risk. Um, So, you know, uh, I got to respect my body. And then he said, you prefer I lie. I said, no, I appreciate it, but, like, lots of people have safe sex, and I'm one of them, and this just isn't going to work for me. He got really upset. it's not going to push through. It's he's no longer in the running to get you railed. Yeah. Aww. And he was like, I, he was like, I guarantee you already have HPV. And like, you're not the one girl who's like, you're way overestimating how many people I've slept with. Like how much sex do you think I've had all this stuff? He got really upset and he was at the end of his like long, really long, really shitty day. So it was unfortunate mm-hmm. timing for sure. 
And then the next morning we had a conversation. He'd sent me this little song because he was like crushing on me, you know? So he was upset mm-hmm. and I was upset too, but like, it is what it is. I don't know. You know, it was already, it couldn't really go anywhere because of schedule and location. And he's a nomad and all this shit. And I'm really looking for husband. But as much as I liked him, like, I don't want to take that risk yeah. for that. Every I woman mean, I told was like, dude, do not do that. And here's the kicker. When I, when I said to him, you're high risk, he's like, what do you mean? I was like, because you've had sex with other men, unprotected sex with other men. I mean, hello, like 80s AIDS outbreak, you know, um, everyone pretty much agrees that you should be using protection or if you're really not going to at least use prep but that's for men that sleep with other men exclusively when you're a man that sleeps with men and you sleep with women um or trans women you know like it's more complicated and i just i don't know he's really upset about it. <laughs> yeah i mean and i'm I sure he's like, suffering the it. blue balls kind of kind of uh, epidemic but the thing is uh there are certain risks that one person would take if the person is worth it like if you're if you're not or if you're already not saying that this is going to be uh like the i know hubby. I, it's not i so, really liked him you know yeah. like we have a lot in common but i just that's too much risk 100 you know, and if if, if he every, was the type of person that would you imagine yourself uh being married to then maybe you'd consider the risk a little bit more but obviously it's not even just the geography itself it's not working out um i think I you know, know, yeah I cut your losses again if I hang out with him again, I know I would sleep with him because, like, we're very attracted to one another. But I just, yeah, I don't know. Everyone was like, do not do that. Like, run. Everyone that I know. And so that just reconfirmed what I was already thinking. But it's in conflict with my views. So it's an interesting thing to discuss, I thought, on the podcast and think about it because, you know, I'm very pro-sex and, and pro-sex workers and all that stuff. But sex workers are the safest people, you know? So Again, it's yes, funny. And exactly. when I called him out on it, and I said, but you have sex with trans, you, you know, you told me you had sex with trans women, now you're telling me you you did unprotected. And he was like, what, because I slept with dudes? He was like, that was a few times, long time ago. And I was like, oh, so it's not even just the ones, it's like multiple, it's just growing as I'm digging. And so it was just the most random little joke I made of comparing condoms to masks, and it turned into a whole thing. The other thing I wanted to bring up is on our last podcast, You and I were talking about, I think this was on the podcast, or maybe it was just in conversation. Um, But when you were doing your matchmaker service, one of the, some of the feedback that you got back, was this just in conversation or was this on the podcast? I think it was in conversation. Yeah. Just in conversation. Okay, sorry. For a little background, yeah. So I have been, uh, I've I've been in professional matchmaking services, both as a, a client like client meaning paying upwards of three grand for three to four dates. Um, and as just a, a panel member where these professional matchmaking services would interview you um, because you know, most people are not really versed in making their own profiles. So it's best if a professional who has some um, um, training on how to describe a person to another person more objectively um had me on their panel and I've been uh, uh, on this kind of a Rolodex of a professional matchmaking service for uh, like close to three years now and has been going well. Continue. I can't believe that you, that you paid it that well. Well, so some of the feedback that John L got was that um, 
he compared his photography habit to being his mistress. My mistress. And yeah. I just like, yeah. And I cringed at that when you said that, because I was like, no, you don't want to make any reference to that while you're on a date. And that's exactly what the gay dude did. He, I can't remember what it was at this point, but he, he made some reference to that, that he felt like uh, he cheated on something or, and I, I cringed and I thought of that story you had just fucking told me. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, that's the exact same faux pas. Like do not do that. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it just implants that idea that you would cheat on someone, which is just a weird thing to bring up on a date. It, it may not want be to avoid like, it all again, costs. Yeah, <laughs> and it may not be like when I mentioned it, of course, I didn't mean it as having my own mistress, but even just the idea, the thought process of that being within your normal vocabulary. Seed, yeah, exactly. You know, and, and I reflected on it and I realized like, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, use you know, I could have used 10 million other words to replace that, but I chose that because the way that I look at, you know, my my photography passion is somebody like, you know, it is kind of like a a, a mistress like, you know, it is a little bit uh, provocative, uh, you know, it's not super hidden, but it is kind of hidden and, you know, also on a more practical sense, it kind of like bleeds every single like, disposable income dollar that I have because, you know, I spent so much on it. All right. Mm-hmm. So that's just how it goes. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, so I just was thinking of that and it was funny. So tonight I have the third date with the cardiologist. And Bum, 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 bum. So maybe um, I will, in fact, get dicked down. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's been interesting because, you know, again, I don't feel like he's asked a ton of information about me, which I don't, like, need to talk about myself, but I think it's indicative of, like, how interested someone is in you mm-hmm. and what they want to know about you. When you're really all about someone, you want to know, like, everything. So yeah. it worries me a little bit that he hasn't asked more, so I'm going to see how that goes tonight. But on the more fun side... I thought we could discuss um, what's sexier because I have to decide what I'm going to wear. So nothing. Um, so the sexiest thing is wearing nothing. Well, yes, but I can't show up to dinner wearing nothing. I have to. Why wear not? For it's dinner. legal so, in New York. No, it's not legal in New York. You can't be naked. You can be topless. Topless. Yeah, just wear body. Just wear a thong. You're good. That would be no. That would you can't just wear a thong at a, <laughs> it's a restaurant. Anyway. Okay, so I usually wear dresses and it's hot as balls in New York right now. So the question is, do I wear a fitted dress or like a, a flare dress, which is one that, that's out further on the side? Because a fitted dress is nice because you can see like the shape of a woman's body, right? But a flare dress is fun because you can hoist it up and put your hand or your head or your dick underneath it. Whereas yeah. a fitted dress, you have to kind of pull all the way up. My and and my my uh, uh, preference is the flare dress has better ventilation, and you'd want to keep your so junk hot. as fresh as possible for possible being dicked down. Like for me, maybe when I go like out, dirty junk. Maybe, but would you want to? You know, <laughs> like, would you want to take that risk? Because no, for I'm me, joking. I did a poll the other day, and everyone said to better to be late than to be smelly on a date true 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 like i mean people i mean it's new york people understand as long as you give them proper warning but you know also the signal but here's here's my thing i prefer the flared dress 
but that's me because I feel that it's easier to take off. It's much fresher, much more comfortable, meaning that you're uh-huh. you're comfortable showing up in that particular wardrobe. Um, like, cause it's also if, very feminine because he likes really feminine stuff, but it's it, just not to me. It's not as sexy. True, uh, but again, the the sexiness is like for my sexy and your sexy is different. I understand that most people might think that's why I want to talk it, about it. Yeah, most people might think that a body fitting dress will be a little bit sexier, but, but again, it is hot. It is hot. I think I think everybody. I I don't know psychologically if you look at somebody wearing a tight fitted dress uh, in this weather, might think that they might feel the heat themselves right i mean i saw a girl the other day i went salsa dancing in 95 degree weather super high humidity and she was wearing a leather skirt and i was just like you're insane i know that's a junk that i will not eat so um that's what i'm (laughs) maybe that's her technique like maybe she's out with somebody trying to get in her pants and just like you know what leather pants yeah that's a lot of sweat there But you can't even wash leather. Like, I don't know. That's just poor, yeah. poor dry cleaning choices. Um, you basically Usually for me, when I go on, after that day. when I go on second or third dates and the person that I'm going out with is wearing pants, for me, that's a signal that it's not going too well. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 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 So, and so then the, the when, first two dates. I had a dress on, but I, but no stockings or anything because it's hot, but it was a work dress. It was like plain black, you know, and, chic kind mm-hmm. of thing. And I feel like now I told him last night that I'm a burlesque performer for the first time. And also I'm not coming from work today. So I want to be able to wear something Whatever to you express, want. you know, mm-hmm. how I dress a little bit more frequently, but not so much that I scare him off with like the whole Mrs. Roper mm-hmm. realness. Mm-hmm. So... You Which know, one is more you, the flare dress or the, the tight fitted dress? I wear a lot of, I mean, in the summer I wear, I kind of wear both. Um, but a lot more cotton dresses tend to be flared and, you know, it's hot as balls to your point. I just thought it was like maybe not a few. And I wear lots of rompers too, but I, that feels inappropriate for dinner. Um, especially because he's been wearing a suit every time. So who knows? Cause it's a Sunday. Maybe he won't wear a suit this time, but I suspect that he will. I think, I think that's just his wardrobe. So I think that's what he's most comfortable right. with. And, and I, I'm and very comfortable removing a suit to have sex with somebody. There you go. So then my other thought is which way should the dress come off? What's hotter, a zipper buttons down the back or a wrap dress that unties? Definitely not buttons. Men are stupid with buttons. They, you know, I agree. I, it's fumbly. Fumbly, like even, um, like I remember getting a, a a lesson with one of my ex girlfriends on how to take off their bra with one hand, because that that ruins right. the flow of a night. So it's between zipper. He's and forty. It, I assume he's he knows how to take off. A he bra. knows, but and he's a cardiologist. That means that his hands and his fingers are very dexterous. But again, if you have a choice <laughs> between a zipper. And uh, a, a tie, you know, much more easy to take off, much more easier access. So when you're in that moment, you get into the undressed uh, 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 versions of yourselves a lot quicker. I'm a big fan of the tie because the tie means like once you pull that string off, 
there's an unraveling that's happening. But okay, that's me. So now wait a minute. What about a stretchy dress that you like pull over your head? Because then you have to kind of like wriggle it up and then pull it. Not over. as not not as sexy, not as convenient, but a stretchy just means that it does hug your figure. So it right. means that you're, you know, it's basically taking off a shirt. Like when you pull so it off. I, from the woman's perspective, I think zippers are hotter because really? if I'm, yeah, because if I'm going to fuck someone and this is what I wanted to tell you because maybe it's a learn for you. Okay. So maybe men think tying is hotter. I get that. It's easier access. Like a gift. But the parts that the, it's a gift. The, yeah. That you get to unwrap the parts that I like. I love being dressed and having like sexy time of some sort. Um, the oh. in between for the foreplay, right? So mm-hmm, I like mm-hmm. a loose dress because then he can Unzip. run his hand up your thigh. No, no, before mm-hmm. we even get there, he can run his hand up the thigh, like even when we're at the restaurant maybe or in the car and it's, you're not fully exposed, but there's like some sneaking there or when you, you know, you cross your legs, maybe it peeks up a little bit. I like that stuff, um, but you're not... So like hanging out, whereas if I have like a mini skirt and I cross my legs, it could be like rude or inappropriate. And then the zipper, I like because when you unzip it, like let's say I turn around so he can unzip it because men are fumbly and he can unzip it slowly, kiss on my neck, which is like an erogenous zone for almost every every person, but especially women, um, kiss on my neck, down my back. Then he's behind me. So he gets to have that like little power thing. He can run his hands down my body and like look at me. I like that. And then there's the slip and then you like turn, you catch eyes and then you bone. I like that. Hmm. Interesting. I, I think I that's see a it. lost move that you don't like the zipper. I see it. No, I, mean, I kind of see it. I mean, again, I'm, I'm all about efficiency. I like to reduce. You're a dude. The, I want your perspective. That's why no, I was yeah, and the, the efficiency of, of getting into the sex as quick as possible. But I'm checking myself also because you're right. It's all about what you want to and you want that tease, which most I'm going to generalize a little, little bit. Like most guys are either not good with or not comfortable with doing that little dance before you stick your dick in somebody. Right. But At least the first few times. The best. Hard. Exactly. And that's, that's the, the reason why part. I'm checking myself. And that's I now I understand that that is the best part. Now in my advanced age, I kind of understand that, you know, the sexy time starts the, the the morning that you're going out on a date. The texts should start getting your, your date wet. So um, all of this is part 100%. of the. Yeah. So I think you go with the the, the dress. Uh, that makes you feel the sexiest, um, but not the buttons because Nothing that makes sucks. Me feel, sure. Okay. Nothing makes okay. me feel sexy when it's 95 fucking degrees outside with high humidity. As close as you can but get. I haven't decided yet, but I have a couple more questions because if I do the untied dress, I would need to wear a slip. And I don't think modern men think slips are sexy. Only Most men don't even know what those are. I the first time I slept with my ex-wife, she she likes wearing skirts, and she had that slip to uh-huh. keep her skirt down. I yeah, I thought they were like warmers. <laughs> so I was like, oh, well. I and mean, then is no bra hotter than a bra? 
do you want to take a woman's dress off the first time and she's not wearing a bra or do you prefer the bras there? I like layers, but I'm a burlesque performer. That's like, this is, these are the things we obsess about. You know, for that, hours that's, in an act. that is tricky because, um, of course, no bra is preferred, but I, again, and I'm the last person. I, I usually hate it when um, I realize or, or I found, find out how expensive these female underwear are. Like, like uh-huh. you paid X amount of dollars for that set. But there is something in my brain, which just happened like last night, um, is, you know, every time that your partner or the person that you're going to sleep with takes off their clothes and you see upscale underwear, you know, you like there's just this retroactive thought of like, ooh, you prepared for this. You prepared for me. Like you you picked your lacy bra for, you know, in the, the chance of us boning so that, you know, it kind of signifies that um, they care for you a little bit more. So I think a sexy bra is, is called hard. for, particularly for the first time. Yeah. I mean, eventually I was like, fuck, no oh, bra, please, because it's good. Yeah, because like that's I mean I I have I haven't experienced it. I feel it like in, guys don't even notice the first time. They just want to fuck you so much that they don't even like you, you don't think that they would later they wouldn't remember. Yeah, no, but you wouldn't think that they would. And again, I've I've only recently figured this out, like maybe the past couple of years on so but it's sub, sub it's subconscious when you take the your the your dates clothes off and then you know, sometimes, yeah, no bra means like, oh, they're just comfortable and easy. So you don't really think about it that much anymore. But if you take your partner's clothes off and you see like, oh, this is a lacy pair of panties. This is a matching bra and panty set. It's like, oh, you wanted this to happen even before that we met. So subconsciously, you kind of feel a little bit more special for that. And that's how, I mean, again, uh, yesterday I brought a day to your show. It's like, yeah, it's like that's how I felt because like, oh. Like we've already been, you know, we've already been intimate plenty of times. You didn't need to, you know, put on your fancy, uh, you know, bra set or lingerie set for me. I would have like dicked you down regardless. But uh, it felt, I felt special because uh, you took a little bit of extra time to um, um, to look prettier, even in the in the least amount of clothing. I wouldn't have said this three years ago. Uh, three years ago, it was just like fuck, sundress, no bra, let's go. But nowadays, like, you know, it does feel interesting. You know, yeah. Okay. So wear that bra, girl. Well, very helpful information. And do you have those questions that you think about as a man when you're getting dressed for a date? When you think you're gonna hopefully get lucky? So okay, we'll spend a couple of minutes here because. Um, m- for for when yeah we're, we're doing like the second or third date, uh, we understand that as long as you dress a little bit better, that'll be fine. But what are the things that like women look for um, in a man's wardrobe when it's getting close to getting that wardrobe taken off? Like, do you look All right, at the well, socks? Well, he wears suits, so I'm like, yes, suits. I love that. There's nothing hotter to me than a man in a suit. Um, but I date a lot of guys that wear jeans and a t-shirt, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm not against that either because I like like a blue collar working man type. Um, Cologne. Also, but, oh, definitely how he smells. I will say this guy smelled good the mm-hmm. other day. So that's nice. He kind of left that on me and that I enjoyed that. 
I'm a pervert. Um, Nails, uh, right? I have looked at his hands, which is a new thing I've caught myself doing is looking at these guys' hands. Um, I don't know if that's related to because my ex worked with his hands so much that his hands were always sore or what that's about. But that's a new habit for me to be looking at his hands. Um, And I definitely look at their underwear. Like underwear is so important because if they're old and saggy, have holes, you know, like the old school Hanes or fucking Calvin Klein, whatever underwear made out of pure cotton gets really saggy really quickly. Whereas the newer underwear that's supposed to wick moisture for your swamp ass that I know you have is made of a softer material. It feels much better. So when I'm like cupping his junk, it's sexy. You know what I mean? It feels Uh nice on my hand. The, The other stuff I don't like at all. Um, I used to be a boxer girl. Now I'm definitely more of a boxer brief. And length matters. I don't like the really long leg ones. I know Interesting. some guys do because they don't write up, but I don't like that. Okay. So no, I, I don't want I, the- Boxers and boxer briefs are briefs. I think that's just like, you know, preference of the, the guy. But length, yeah, okay, good. Because like I... It is. Oh, no, briefs, briefs are not sexy. Like maybe if, you know, he's wearing, oftentimes with the suit, you might wear a brief because you kind of have to. I didn't even think about that till this conversation right now. But um, briefs are less sexy than the shorts. Okay. But I mean, here's me. the, the here's the thing, like particularly for your, your date to, tonight. And most, it's a Sunday, it's warm, it's summer. He wears a suit, which is great. He has cologne, but you do know that that heat bunches up I is do. that just that's is that you know is that uh junk smell just a given like do women understand that it'll be fragrant somewhere like there balls. i don't want balls to smell like cologne if someone puts cologne on their balls i'm a little weirded out by that to be honest and i don't I, this is really gross and a little embarrassing but i don't mind the smell of a man's junk i mean if it's really funky yeah. It's different, but I like the smell of balls. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, you know, like, you, you, know, the, you like the, the smell of, like, a woman's vagina? Fuck yeah. I mean, there are, there's yeah, very, very so, few vaginas that are that stinky that I'll be like, nope, I'm not going to smash my face down there. Yeah. But even, like, you know, I, the, the thing nowadays is I've always, I've, I've always been conscious about how my junk smells. Um, okay. But, you know, in Does turn. Does good or bad to you? For me, well, I'm always conscious yeah. about my body. So I always think it's never smelly. It's never fragrant enough. I mean, I shower twice a day, I'm but conscious it's... conscious about my... But I don't want... No, bodies should smell like bodies. They shouldn't smell like perfume. So I'm very self-conscious too, because I'm a very sweaty motherfucker. But like, I want my vagina to smell like my vagina. And yeah. There are days when <laughs> maybe like you know, whatever, it's a little funky. And I'm like, no, that's not a good day. But most of the time, it's fine, regardless of how sweaty or whatever, like it should smell like a fucking vagina. And I want a man's balls. I don't want him to smell like baby powder. I dated someone who did that years ago. Ew, no, it's weird. It's weird when it gets in your mouth. Like, I don't want that. I would rather much rather it smells like balls and get up in there. And then when I have sex with someone, it should smell like sex. It should smell like Bluge and maybe Good. condoms or lube or whatever. Like Good. I like that stuff. That's part of the sensual experience. It's the taste. It's the touch. It's the smell. 
it's how you look. It's everything. Yeah. I mean, again, yeah, like I, I love going down on, on women. I will lick your ass. Uh, it's one of the most fun things that I like doing, but again, it's egg. It, it requires a little a little bit of trust for the person to open up those areas to you. So I'm the type of sure. person that will be like, you know, I don't mind if you just came from work. I'm cool with that. And then hopefully they go. Because that's when you have pheromones. You have no pheromones. So I dated a guy years ago and we would always end up showering right before. And I then told you my no ex-wife pheromones. and I, that was a thing too. Like, it's like, all right, we're going to shower. We're going to, we're going to eat. We're going to shower. We're going to have a drink and then we're going to have sex. The momentum is out by that time. So I, 100%. I like, yeah. yeah. So you I like trying to dirty sex. Yeah. Well, again, I'm, I'm not going to say so that there has I will call up in his suited swampy ass. If we get that far, like that's just <laughs> what you do. Yep. I agree. I concur. There might be one or two days where maybe some discharge is a little bit funkier than most. And then that's when I will politely say, let's, you know, hop in a shower together or something like that. But again, for 95% of the time, let's go. I don't care if you just came from the gym, I'm down because that's how, you know, how partner should be. Like whenever you're ready, you should be ready. I don't know if I've ever done yeah, I don't know that I've ever done that, but I, I do think when you're in a good relationship and you're really into one another and you're very comfortable, it's like morning kisses, you know what I mean? And yeah. and morning sex and all that stuff is you just get to the point where it doesn't fucking matter. And that's so much hotter than when you're just like being conscientious of all those things. It just takes away from it so much. Um, so hopefully we'll see. We'll see what happens. Any other words of wisdom? It's been a long time, Jay. It's been like six months, I think I calculated last night. True. This is the the longest I've ever gone since I started having sex without having sex. So I like, do I need to stretch or like, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm a little... You've, uh, you're you're active. You're you're you again. You you go to the gym. You know how your body performs. I'm just more on the angle that um, go as close to offering yourself without offering yourself. Like this is. I'm just hoping that he doesn't fuck up because this is his to lose, right? This is this is his pussy to lose. So hopefully. Uh, he I haven't just... sucked a dick in so long. If I have to suck a dick with my TMJ, oh my god, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Well, but also again, I this, is the, again, the, this is the first time you're sleeping <laughs> with this person. The first time has always been the weird part where I've talked to partners, like re- very recent partners, where they'll fuck rather than give a blowjob on the first sec or the first or second night with a sure. person. Right? But I'm so not gonna fuck if he doesn't go down on me because you know I, I've got standards. Okay, and that's and that's your standards, and that's fine. But the idea here is like, the first time it's just cleaning the pipes. So just let let's get your pipes clean, and then let's reconvene and see if like, oh, did you like him, <laughs> like him, or did you like him because of the suit, the cardiology, and the potential of him, you know, being banged. And then if that's great, then awesome. We have one one in the Rolodex of, of people that you might consider for hopefully something a little bit more substantial than a decent meal in the bank. And that's not saying that that's not important. That's very, very important in life right now. Life sucks. So, you know, every free meal and every good bang will take, but uh, um, expect the, uh, well, expect, 
be prepared for the worst, <laughs> but hope for the best, I guess, is the advice. I'm very looking forward to uh, the text message at maybe like 12.06 in the morning and saying like... I think we have to reconvene after this date. We should. I mean, we're, we're doing... We're, we're okay with our remote setup right now, so that's good, but I'm... Because we're just get I, we're just talking about getting it in, right? We're not even right. reviewing like expectations about what if he's great, but he only lasted four minutes, right? Four or what minutes if he's, would be four more. <laughs> well, it's still that's good, but what if he's great, but what if he tires you out, right? Oh my God! It's, I would the, love to be tired out. The Bring the. It on. the 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 uh, the potential is endless, and I'm very excited. Let's not speculate. Let's just wait and see what happens. I, I, I was just what I just said. Let's just get your pipes clean first, right? I but he might not even get that far. And you know, I, I'm oof. the type of bitch. I could go back to his house and then just leave and not sleep with him. Sometimes I do that. Oh, that's oh man. Uh, that's I mean, again, you have your reasons, and I wouldn't want anybody to think that. Um, they have an they do not have the option of not going through when they're in the person's house already. But you know, as a guy, you shouldn't luckily, go if you're not open to it. Hundred percent. And and but luckily, luckily nobody has come to my apartment and then made out and then left. Uh, so luckily, luckily, but I understand. But see, I, I, I love the tease. I like to stretch it out. So oof. we'll see well, what happens. Thank you for listening. See you next week, boys.